when I first started, I was like, I know how to box. Like, I know how to throw a punch. That's, that's it, I can throw a punch. Like, who doesn't know how to box? But then the training, as you said, the cardio workout is just intense. That like, is crazy. You come yeah. out ringing, ringing of sweat. It's, it is generally, you, people go to the gym and do a running machine for half an hour or something like that. And they think, oh, I've had a good workout. You want to try boxing training for now, then come back to it. It's really, really tough. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Stunning Stories. I'm your host, Claire Oldham West. So today's guest is somebody that I found on Instagram and is a is a boxer. And straight away I thought I need to have him on the podcast. I really do. I was raised with boxing in the 80s with my family. Um, my dad loves boxing and wrestling. My dad's cousin in the, I think, 1960s was on TV. Um, I've got some old school footage of him on YouTube and my dad loves loves to watch it even though he's you know he's got a dementia and stuff he it really still does love to to watch a boxing match and a wrestling match so this is something that I know would interest my dad so I did it for that and I know it's something that I've always been interested in and if you've ever tried to attempt boxing you will know it's not for the faint-hearted it's really really hardcore you know, I know you can go running and this is what Doug explains on the podcast. You know, you can have a, a workout for running, but boxing is it's on another level. It really, really is. And I think in lockdown, if you are bored, if you know you, you're bored with the, the workouts or if you're stuck maybe inside, you're not sure what to do. Just have a look at some YouTube videos just to get into boxing. It really is good. Just throw in some punches don't need to be hitting your partner or your kids just throw some punches in the air and you will find your heart rate does zoom up and it's a great way to keep fit now Douglas has lost a staggering 11 stone nine and a half pounds it really is a fantastic weight loss so here's introducing Douglas to Slimming Stories I hear that you've got a house full of children and that you've been yes, very yeah. busy oh it's so busy I've got a I've got a 14 year old uh, a seven-year-old and a four-year-old, all boys, constantly wanting attention. I've got my other half who's finding jobs for me, like decorating the kitchen, cleaning out cupboards, all sorts. I'm non-stop. I don't get time to think about anything. No time to be bored. That's brilliant. The reason I should come on was I was looking through Instagram and uh, quite like a bit of boxing. And I thought, goodness, this guy has, uh, has lost all this weight and taken up all these new, new fitness uh, regimes. So... Just want That's to start it. off, Doug, just by telling us why you decided to to slim down and what was the moment that made you feel that you couldn't continue at your existing weight? I've always, ever since a kid, I've always been a big guy and uh, I've never thought of it as that I'm fat or I'm overweight. I was always happy. I was always content. Like I was, yeah, I was never depressed about it. And then as I got older, I found... I could go to the pub, I could go takeaways, I could do this, I could do that. And then uh, I got a job, which was a really good job, which uh, consisted of me working away a lot. And when I worked away a lot, it was with the boys, it was like, oh, should we go out for a beer tonight? Should we go out for food? And eventually I got bigger and bigger and bigger and ballooned up to like 28 stone. And uh, it was, we went to, where did we go? I think we went to like a zoo somewhere and there was some rides there. And uh, the kids went, oh, let's go on a ride. And I was like, yeah, all right, come on then, let's go on a ride. It was Cameron, actually, my 14-year-old. He was like, let's go on a ride. 
and Summer was pregnant with our seven-year-old, Teddy. And uh, I went to get on the ride and I didn't fit. I couldn't go on the ride and therefore my son couldn't go on the ride because he weren't allowed to go on his own. So therefore no one could go on because Summer was pregnant and I was too big. So they, like, I tried all different diets, like milkshake diets and starving myself and like tried to like normal diet of exercise and nothing just... I didn't stick with anything because I was always hungry and I always wanted to eat. So that that must have been really difficult. I know I know the pressure of going to the theme park and your your kids are just oh, like yeah, exactly. crazy for the ride. So in that moment you must have felt obviously disappointed with it with it all. Oh massively. It was uh it's horrible. And the, the worst bit about it is to obviously you try and fit on the ride. And then you've got all these other parents with their kids on the ride. And then you've got to get off and kind of do like the walk of shame kind of thing. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. It is horrible. So yeah. that, that is a thing that made you feel right. Okay, something's got to change. So what happened it's, next? If you want to talk me through what happened. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, through the year, like tried this diet, tried that diet. Or if we ever went out anywhere, I would try and put it off. Like, like I'd make sure there weren't no rides there or there was something that, my weight wasn't bothered by it. And then it got to, what year was it? it if only it was, uh, two, it was January 2015. I went out. This this was like around the, like the last time like I was working away. I went out and uh, as horrible as it sounds, I drunk so much that I woke up the next day and I'd been sick. And then it completely put me off of alcohol. Like really, really put me off of alcohol. So I thought, what a good time to start, the fact that I don't want to drink. So I thought, oh, like, I'll try and find a diet. And for years, my father-in-law, or soon-to-be father-in-law, um, said I used to try Slim World, try Slim World. And I, every time I thought Slim World, I ever thought of girls. Oh, it's for girls, it's for girls. No men go to that, no men go for that. My sister used to go to it. My sister's friends used to go to it. I was like, no, 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 no. And he tried to explain it to me. Oh, you can eat this. I didn't understand it. And so just to shut him up one day, I went, all right. I'll go. So I, I, I think it was February 6th, 2015. I went to my first group, which was in Portsmouth, where I was working away. And uh, I went there and they explained that you can eat this free food. As long as you take the skin off a chicken, you can eat a whole chicken. You could eat the bachelor's low-fat super noodles are free at the time. You can eat, you can eat these. You can, they're all free food, so you can eat as many packs as you want. So I was like, all right. <laughs> I, I, so I went away on uh, it's nine o'clock in the morning the group started so I went, went away that day got all these free foods and I ate so much free food that week trying to prove a point that you cannot eat that much in yeah. a week and still lose weight and my first week back I lost eight and a half pounds goodness <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly so that, as soon as that happened and I stepped on that scale and I'd eaten until I felt sick that whole week I thought this is the diet for me so you'd, you'd basically set about trying to prove Slimming World wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. And I, I could, yeah, I got proved wrong. And then I had to tell my father-in-law what I'd done. And he said, so yeah. So that, that was the start of your journey. That's was it. you the only guy there or how, how was no, that? The, 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 uh, my friend Billy, actually. Billy's a bit of a, a, bit of a geezer kind of thing. He's a bit of a lad. And he was like, I need to lose some weight. I need to lose some weight. And I was like, all right, no worries. I said, I'm going to this. Do you want to come? And he was like, yeah, yeah. So he came with me. And uh, he lost a bit during the first week. But as I said, he, he does like a beer. He likes going out. He gave after after a couple of weeks. And I stuck at it. But there mm. was other guys there. 
but yeah, it, it was it changed my mind. And as through the years since 2015, since I've been doing it, I've met so many other men going through it and felt exactly the same as me. I don't want to go. It's a girls' thing. Only girls do it. I'm so pleased that you managed to find something that works. And we we try these quick fixes, don't we? These shakes and oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just crazy. And I find that a lot of those shakes are full of like sugar just to give you they that are. that you know that lift but then you just sing you just crash don't you the uh slim fast i think it was the slim fast like yeah just constantly and i was so hungry for the day and then it gets to the evening you're allowed a meal and my meals are massive my meals can feed two people kind of thing because right. i generally like to eat but the, the, the meals you had to do and then it weren't enough and then i'd get aggy because i was still hungry <laughs> So you must be so relieved that you find something that, you know, fills your appetite and allows you to feel oh, energised. Amazing. Amazing. Like, it's, yeah, non nonstop. And then over the years, I've learned that you can have this, you can have that. The recipes I've learned. Before, I used to eat everything out of a jar. So if I was going to make some, like, spaghetti bolognese, it'd be a Dolmio jar. Easy, mm. done. With all that sort of stuff, I thought I was, like, an amazing cook. I was like, yeah, come round. I'm really good at cooking. But then now... The amount of like herbs, spices, like I, all these recipes, I know how to make off the top of my head now. I generally love to cook. So, just want to sum up your eating habits, Doug. Um, obviously, reaching twenty-eight stone. Can you make any connection to how you learned to eat as a, as a youngster with the weight that you reached? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, like uh, when I was like six or seven, my mom got diagnosed with something called a uh, tremadol neuralgia, and uh, me and my sister had to fend for ourselves because my mum my was always in hospital, like, months on end. My dad used to go up there every day without fail. And so we'd get home from school and we'd all we had was, like, a deep-fat fryer. So it would literally be microwave meals, deep-fat fryers, uh, mash. We lived on a lot of mash and sausages, just stuff, like, generally that was easy to cook. And over the years, as, uh, obviously, my mum was in and out of hospital, and then when she used to come home, it was still case of just just the same meals really and then where we was on our own we was like oh yeah well i can have this much or i can have that much or dad's not here i can have this chocolate bar i can have that chocolate bar just yeah just yeah so it was the case of fending for ourselves really yeah i can imagine that being really difficult as a child to see your mum going through that and all the, all the chaos of oh, hospital appointments and things Oh, 100%. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, it really really took its toll kind of thing. Obviously, missing your mum and your dad. Obviously, it wasn't my dad's fault, the fact that he went, had to go up there every day to visit her. Uh, but, yeah, it was it was uh, a crazy life, yeah, from the, from, from the age of uh, six or seven, as I said, till uh, 2018, my mum passed away. So, yeah, and my mum was ill right up until the end kind of thing. Oh goodness, I can't, yeah. imagine, I can't even imagine that. So with that chaos and then turning turn into food as a comfort, which which I'd, I'd imagine you would at that, you know, at that age mm. and you, your mum not being there, I guess this was some sort of like steadfast thing to, to rely on, wasn't it? The, the fact that you could eat this food when you wanted and nobody was there yeah. to, to tell you otherwise, I guess. No, no, that, that was it. There no one was there otherwise. It was like, oh, we can have anything we want. But Dad said, oh, I've left you out this for dinner. And we'd be like, yeah, yeah, all right. And then so we'd make that. 
and then I'm like, there's your dinner, there you go, with us, we made our own portion size. So as someone, you're always, you're always going to want more, aren't you? You're always going to say, oh, I'll have this much, I want more kind of thing. I think, you know, you did really well in the circumstances. And at the point that, obviously, you went on this, this ride, this, this theme park ride, you decided to yeah. make that change. And it wasn't just the weight that you decided to tackle, was it? There was other things that you decided to take on board. At, at what point did you decide in your weight loss that you wanted to improve your fitness? Um, I never, like, even though when I was at my biggest, when I was 28 stone and stuff like that, every year since the last 10 years, every year for the last 10 years, I've done the London's Brighton Bike Ride. Even at my biggest, I still done it. Right, brilliant. But, yeah, I was always quite active, but then um, in... 2018, I joined a gym, uh, run my bike a lot more, advertisement saying, oh, like a zero to hero, and you join up and you do an eight-week intense boxing course, and at the end of the eight weeks, they pay off against someone at your level, and you uh, have a fight for charity. So, yeah, so that, that was that was the start, that was like the, the start of it, and I've, yeah, it's just got bigger and bigger, and I try and better myself, I try and make more challenges, bigger challenges every year to see what I can push myself to. Goodness, I can't imagine anything worse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm into fight. I, I've tried boxing. I've tried to do the. I mean, the the training is is amazing, isn't yeah. it? You get a proper I, workout, yeah, don't you? It, it is really amazing. Yes. But the point that I had to go in the ring, and even though it was a guy, and then try and throw someone, <laughs> that, that hit me. I was like, oh, I just I just couldn't get into that bit. But I, I know that the actual training for for boxing is extremely in, intense. It's not for the light-hearted either, is it? It's a full-on. Yeah. Cardio no, workout. First, when I first started, I was like, I know how to box. Like, I know how to throw a punch. That's like, shit, I can throw a punch. Like, who doesn't know how to box? <laughs> but then the training, as you said, the cardio workout is just intense. That like, is crazy. You come yeah. out ringing, ringing of sweat. It's, it is generally, you, people go to the gym and do a running machine for half an hour or something like that. And they think, oh, I've had a good workout. You want to try boxing training for an hour, then come back to me. It's really, really tough. With this new, this new hobby and this new passion yes. for, for this boxing, did that spur you on to improve your, your fitness levels by losing further weight? At what, what point did you actually go to do those workouts on your weight journey? So you started off at 28 stone. At what point did you think, right, okay, I can box now? I was 28 stone in 2015, like beginning of 2015. And I just uh, just done dieting. I was just dieting right up until 2018. So three years I was dieting, and then when it gets to, I've got, I've got with my whole slimming world journey, I've got, I've got uh, three times in a year that I have a big blowout: Christmas, six weeks holiday, and my birthday. I will literally Fair have enough. a big blowout, put a load of weight on, and 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 and, and I lose it. But it gets to it got to the uh, 2018 with the whole fitness thing and it's when I had my big blowouts before that it would take me ages to lose it again like half a pound here half a pound there but in now uh, like um, when was it Christmas I put on from the I think it's like the 23rd of December through to the 6th of January something like that I put on nearly a stone and a half I think it was okay and when my first week back, sticking to plan, sticking to everything, I lost that stone and a half. You lost the stone and a half in a week? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
in a week. <laughs> My God. Yeah. Just my normal plan, but exercise, just, just up my exercise a bit, back at the gym, probably working at it. I want to get to my target weight of 16 stone, but I don't think my body wants me to get to that. Because no. my original target was 17 stone. I got, I got to 17 stone and I, yeah, I'm like, yes, I, I said, I want to lose this last, I want to lose another stone, but I can't. But then I got to, and then when I got there, I was like, right, I'm going to get to the 16. So I got, I tried the 16, but I just couldn't get that. I'd like lose half a pound. Then I'd be on plan for a week, and then I'd put on a pound. And mm. I, was, I just don't know what's going on. But then since doing the boxing, it's, it's like I just can't get to that 16. I just cannot get there. Do you think it's like the muscle as well and the fact that, you know... Yeah, a lot of people do say that. A lot of people say that muscle weighs more than fat and, and stuff like that. I just generally, I don't have a clue. I get to the 16 to say I have got to my target, but as soon as I get to that 16, I'm changing my target weight back to 17 because it has been impossible <laughs> to try and chase that 16. And another thing is, is like when I first started, it took a year to get to 17 stone. It's from the 28 to the 17 it took me a year to get there and ever since then i've just maintained stayed around the same weight and stuff like that i mean and that's the good thing about slim world because you don't have to constantly be like oh i've got to be so strict i can't eat this much i can't eat that much you can have a blowout as i said christmas six weeks holiday and my birthday i have three big blowouts and after it, i don't feel guilty because i know that i can just stick to plan go back to the gym like do the exercise and I can lose it again. You've got to be realistic about it. We're not on some strict like regime of a, of a diet. No, that's and, it. And, and mentally as well, why, you know, beat yourself up because you want a, a piece of cake or you want a <laughs> piece of bread when you're on holiday or, you know, at, at Christmas time. And, and you, yeah, we've got to be realistic and see it as, as a journey, aren't we? And a, yeah. a, a lifestyle change. So now you're at this weight, how does this make you feel? I know you've spoken about you'd like to be that stone lighter, but I can only imagine that it's so much of a difference to you with, with this weight loss. Oh, it's crazy, like uh, in the sense of um, I'm 16, 13 at the moment. Uh, I weighed myself the other day. We bought some home scales just to use at home while this is going on around the world. And uh, I'm 16, 13, and I'm, I'm happy. Like, my clothes are, like, they're, they're not tight. They're, they're a bit baggy, which is, is good. I mean, I love the fact now that I can just walk into any shop I want and say, I like that. I'm going to try that on. I'm going to buy it. Because before, I'd go to these shops, like my friends would go, oh, I've got to go and buy some, like, tracksuit. I've got to go and buy a shirt for tonight, blah, blah, blah. I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. So you go, and I'd be looking. I think, oh, I really like that. I really, I wish I was like small enough to wear it. I wish I was small enough to wear it. And we'd go to all these shops. So at the end of it, all right, I said, like, I'll, I'll see you later, kind of thing. And then there was a, a shop near us called uh, Big Clobber in Rayleigh. And uh, so you'd go there, and it was size two XL all the way up to eight XL. And uh, mm. I think I, when I first started gunning, I was I was three XL, and when I last went there, I was six uh, XL. And I imagine it's quite expensive, is it, to buy those those type of clothes, those specialist sizes? Yeah, for for just a plain white T-shirt, 
like a, a, a better quality one, which is going to last me, would cost about 15 to 20 quid just for a plain, no brand, no nothing, just a plain white T-shirt. Yeah. So, so now you've lost all this weight, are you kind of like crazy guy <laughs> buying all your uh, new yeah. clothes? Do you love it? Oh, no, no, I wish. But uh, like when I when I was at my biggest, because the clothes were so hard to come by and they were quite expensive, I used to just spend like most of my money on trainers. So I had like, the best trainer collection you could ever think of because I knew they'd fit me. It's just lovely to hear that you know you you've found something world and it's it's really really worked for you. If you could change anything and, and go back like in a time loop, what would you yeah. change? If I could go back, I would probably just just to change like my mentality about what i'm eating really what i'm eating because the amount what what i used to eat when i moved out lived on my own i literally used to live on takeaways 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 we used to go out drinking a lot i was a young guy i'd go out get drunk if i could go back and say something i would change my mentality about eating definitely knowing what's good and what's bad and do you feel that although you said that you know you're eating large amounts and you're full do you miss foods that you would normally associate with treats foods like like your takeaways like your mcdonald's like your, your quick mm. fixes uh, no not really i'm quite lucky because i don't like chocolates i don't like sweets i don't wow. like cakes um with the mcdonald's and stuff like that it doesn't now as I've, I've taught myself how to make stuff you can make a burger just like mcdonald's with going to the shop and buying the stuff. And I know it, it would probably take a half hour longer, but it'd be just as nice. And then you could make two, and then they're a million times healthy than going to buy that one burger from McDonald's. We've got an air fryer. We make our own chips. We cut all the potatoes, and I can have a big plateful because they're free. If I went to McDonald's, I'd have that little cardboard cup full of chips, and that'd be my sins for the next week or whatever. Yeah, but so all these little things, it is literally just knowing what you're eating and what you can't eat. Like takeaways now, if you want a takeaway, uh, uh, Nando's, there's a, um, uh, like a kebab shop around the corner. We know the guy really well. And uh, we go there, he does just like a plain boiled rice with chunks of lamb or chicken and a salad. So we, we can have that. The only, the only sins on that would be the chilli sauce. So over the years, I've educated myself to know if I'm going to go out to eat, I know where I can go and what I can have and not feel bad thinking, oh, well, I've only got to eat this. Like Harvester, oh, I love a salad bowl. Don't tell me a person that doesn't love a salad bowl from the Harvester. <laughs> so I'll fill myself up on the salad and have a little bit of steak, jacket, potato and some veg. That's it, isn't it? You can eat the like normal foods. You don't have to like restrict yourself, especially when that's it. eating out. That's one of the things I, I love um, about the plan is that I don't have to restrict myself, so I like going out for an Indian and having some nice, you know, tandoori chicken yeah. with the rice and things. And even That's if it. even if I do have, I don't know, like a mushroom fried rice, I can mm. count that in, and you can still have a, a reasonably, you know, like a low low sim meal, can't you? So That's it. with your with your weight loss and with your boxing and the the cycling. Do you feel that you, you've turned the corner and you're never going to go back in that in that direction? Never. Do you feel that something ne clicked and, and you, you finally made that, that change? Yeah, 100%. I can tell you hand on heart now, I would never, ever go back to the size I was or the eating habits I had or the drinking habits. Like, no. Nah, I, I enjoy 
waking up in the morning and thinking, oh, what breakfast am I going to make? Even, even if I have had a drink, say if like me and Summer have had a drink, like in the summertime, I just did six weeks holiday. I do stick to side of things, Monday to Friday. But as soon as it gets to the weekend and the sun's out and we're sitting in the bar, garden having a barbecue, we'll have a Slim World barbecue, but I will have a few beers. Yeah. And when I say a few, I think, <laughs> I mean a few. <laughs> I will wake up with a sore head the next day, but I think, right, what can I have? And I, I will make another Slim World breakfast because yeah. it is exactly the same that you could go to a cafe by, but it's not deep fried. Exactly, exactly. You, you've found a way to be able to fit that into your into your lifestyle, which is which is amazing. Now, yeah. I don't know if I should ask this, <laughs> but I've interviewed quite a few ladies that are due to get married this year, and you've mentioned that your father-in-law to be so. Soon to be, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we was meant to be getting married on May twenty-second. Oh goodness! Sorry. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, no, no, that's, that's, that's all right. <laughs> Uh, we was, yeah, I was meant to be getting married May 22nd. I was meant to be going on my stag do in four days. Right. Um, it, it was, yeah, we were going to Tenerife for four nights. I was meant, meant to be going there and getting married May 22nd. But because of obviously what's going on in the world, we've had to postpone it. So yeah, we decided to postpone it till May 6th next year. Now, because of, we didn't want to say, oh, we'll do it in September. And just in case everything hasn't sorted itself out. And yeah. A lot of people are still scared to come out or whatever. So we want it completely gone before so we can actually get everybody there to enjoy it. Right. Oh, brilliant. And how do you think it's going to feel walking, I don't know if it's down the aisle or on the beach, wherever you're going to get oh, married? Oh, no, no. Well, yeah, yeah, no. Someone will be walking down the aisle, yeah. So when you're, when you're waiting for summer and looking at summer walking down the aisle, how do you think you'll feel to start your vows as a as a married man in this new this oh, new body well, well in uh in october we would have been together uh, eight years so it's it's gonna it's gonna be a completely different feeling to how obviously i feel for her now it's gonna be overwhelming first time like i've ever got married like anything anything like that so yeah it's it's gonna be i don't know it's, it's gonna be hard it's, it's hard to explain it because I don't think until you've actually done it, you, no one knows what that feeling's like, but it's going to be overwhelming, definitely. We've literally, we've done everything. We've paid for everything. We've done everything. <laughs> we were like, right, we've done, we're sorted, and then all oh, this happened. So for the last year, it's been, it's been tough saving and stuff like that, going without stuff. We, we like to go on a couple of holidays a year, but we've not, we've not done anything since, uh, since last year. We've not been on any holidays, like nothing. And... Uh, but now we've got a whole year. We've got nothing to pay for now. So, yeah, we just got Absolutely. to buy our time. Yeah, it's going to be nice. And I think as well, you know, you hear on the news, don't you, with people in isolation and mm. especially elderly people and vulnerable people. And I think it just kind of, you know, homes in the fact that what you have actually, what you have actually got, and it gives you that that time because everybody's so busy, aren't they? Normally just rushing around in the jobs and everything. Yeah, you know, everything just goes on a treadmill doesn't it and it's all super fast but you're actually able with with this lockdown just to slow down and actually think and realize what you know what you've actually got which is amazing isn't it how would we've normally had this time from you know working <laughs> to like retirement of actually stopping and thinking god i've actually got i've got my health i've got you know i'm surrounded by people that i love i've got healthy mm. kids it's just it is an amazing time isn't it it's a really like unique time to be alive i guess you don't realise how much you actually do and how like how on the go you are. It's like on a Monday, I wake up at 5.30, go to the gym. I'm home by 7. 
uh, get the kids up, uh, give the kids their breakfast, do a bit of housework, get them ready for school, then do the school run and then come home and then do a bit more housework, pot about the house, like me and someone needs to go out, maybe we'll go for a bit of lunch or something. And then I'll pick the kids up from school and then once they've been boxing, come home, then me and Summer have dinner and then I go boxing training myself and then I come home and then, uh, and then once I've come home, it's like I'll pass nine at night and then Tuesday, I do exactly the same, but I go to work straight from the school run and then once that's done, I come home from work and then make dinner and by the time I put the kids to bed and sorted out their clothes the next day or a bit of housework and stuff, it gets to about eight, eight thirty at night we watch TV for an hour and then it's back to bed. The only time yeah. I get time to myself is like it gets to Saturdays. Saturdays I look forward to because I get to lay in until the kids wake me up. Priceless. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. The mornings, because I want to try and stick to my same routine. Uh, so I'm still getting up at 5.30 in the morning, but instead of going to the gym, I'm taking the dogs out and taking the dogs for a big walk over the field. I'm back by about 10 to, six, 10 to 7. So I, but I'm, I don't see anybody. Don't see anybody, not one person. This workout that you do at the gym, is that every morning that you do that? Yeah, Monday to Friday, go to the gym, uh, do some weights, some cardio. Um, If I'm training for a fight, I'll go down there. Instead of doing weights and cardio, I'll just do a boxing workout. Uh, That's Monday to Friday. Monday evening, I'll go boxing uh, seven till nine. Sometimes during the day on a Monday, when the kids are at school, me and some will go swimming. Uh, Tuesdays, just go to the gym in the morning, have Tuesday evenings off. Wednesdays, I'll go gym at 5.30. Then in the afternoon, I'll do a one-on-one boxing session uh, with my friend Jay, who's like a trainer. And then me and Sam will go swimming before or after that. And then I'll go boxing in the evening, 7 to 9. Thursdays, just gym in the morning, but I'll have the evening off. Uh, Fridays, gym in the morning, evenings off. And then Saturday, I'll go to the gym once yeah when i feel like it kind of thing and then sundays i do nothing day of rest <laughs> yeah that's you, it i think you need it my goodness my goodness <laughs> that's it yeah i mean it's hard isn't it to get up but i think accepting that you're not going to like to get up just get it getting it done you know my yeah, hat's off to you that, that's that is uh that's in, that's impressive and do you feel that this is fueled by the desire to do well with your boxing yeah i mean it's uh, fueled by the desire I want to do well with my boxing, but it's also where I've lost so much weight. I've got a lot of excess skin, and uh, right. uh, I'm not bothered by it. If we went out, if we went to the beach, I'd take my top off. I don't care. People want to look, go for it. Like, I, it doesn't phase me in the slightest. But it's I want to try and tone it up. Obviously, I haven't got the money for surgery. I remember one time when I owned, when I owned my calf in Portsmouth, I had a bit more money. And I was like, oh, I'm intrigued. I'd like to see how much it would cost to uh, get done. And some found a place. It was in, in London somewhere. And so for my thighs, my belly, uh, my man boobs, uh, <laughs> it, it worked out. I think it was like £17,500. Gosh. Yeah. You so, need just given, don't it, you? That's what you need. You need just yeah. given pay for you. Honestly, you do. I was like... I was like <laughs> God, I was like, okay. I was like, yeah, nice one. See, like, I walked out of there. I thought, yeah, I don't think I'll be paying that. So I just, just want to try and tone that up. And since then, uh, where I've got like tattoos on my arms, uh, I didn't really want to get the surgery on my arms because I didn't want to ruin my tattoos. I paid a no. lot of money for them. But since then, since I've been going to the gym, they've toned up. All the excess oh, yeah. skin has mainly, yeah, has mainly gone away. So I just want to try and do that on 
every part of my body. I know it's not going to go away on my belly because that's where I've got it the most and uh, my man boobs, but it's just, yeah. But everywhere else, my thighs are starting to tone up, my arms are, yeah, it's, it's good. That's, that's brilliant. And it's, it's nice to hear that, like you said, you're not really bothered about what, mm. what, what people think. That, that is obviously not. a great attitude. So for anybody listening to this podcast that is a similar starting weight to yourself, or maybe somebody that, especially guys that are just kind of like stuck and wondering what, mm. what to do, not, not necessarily about the, the Swimming World Eating Plan, um, but just advice how to get into that, that headspace of, of making a change. What, what advice could you offer? Advice, don't be scared to take a step. Not to, be like, to feel uncomfortable, but just don't be scared to try new stuff. Don't be scared to try something new. You can try it the once, if you don't like it, don't do it again. There'll always be something that fits you. It's like some people I know, like the whole people do do Slimming World. I don't really like it. It's too much. I can't do the meal prep. I can't do this. Because I need something quick. So he went to a milkshake diet and loved it. And he stuck it ever since. And it, he looks really good. I know it's not the best of things. They're, they're not like, some people say they're not healthy for you or whatever. But he stuck to it and he looks really good. He's doing really well for himself. He's come off the milkshakes. He's gone on to meals. But then everyone's got their own diet. Everyone's got their own comfort zone. So just find your own comfort and take a step to it. If you don't like it, find something else. Great advice. Great advice. And I think any, anybody listening to this, whether they're similar or not, would be really impressed with your, you know, just your mentality towards your new regime and your, your fitness it's it's really inspiring especially that the bike and the fact that you, you bike to your biggest and how many miles yeah. is it that you do when you do these long uh the London, london to brighton it's really good it's for the british heart foundation it's um you start off at clapham common in london and the finish line is at um brighton seafront i've done it for years every checkpoint there's a pub you can have stop and have a beer or <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, it is a generally good day. Most of the roads are closed off. It is a really, really good day. And it works out 54 miles, I think it is. Wow. And, uh, and then obviously I'd done that one. And then when I started to get right into my fitness, I thought I'm going to find another one. So I do the London to South End bike ride. And uh, that's another one we do. And that is, you can either do 52 miles or 62. They've got like two routes you can go. First one I done was I done the sixty two miles, and then the second one I done was the uh, fifty two. And then this year, me and my cousin was meant was gonna do different bike rides, and uh, we was actually gonna ride our push bikes from Calais, France, up to Amsterdam. Oh my goodness! Wow. <laughs> yeah, we yeah it would have worked out in six days. We were gonna try and do it, and we would have had to ride forty miles a day. So that's so, something yeah, that, for next year, a, maybe. <laughs> yeah, definitely. A million percent. It was meant to be this year, but we're 100% going to do it next year. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Doug, for being a guest on my podcast. And I wish you no and worries. Summer and your children all the best for next year. And I can't wait to see those photos because your wife-to-be is absolutely stunning. I, I, you know, you're going to be a, a lucky guy when uh, you have that uh... ring put on your finger. Most definitely. <laughs> And I'm so pleased that you found something that works for you. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's been brilliant. It's the first time I've ever done anything like this. So yeah, it's been excellent. You're welcome. You take care. Thank you.
such a big personality to have on Slimming Stories. I've really enjoyed listening to Doug's story. And if you're thinking about boxing, don't think it's a thing that you can't do. Don't think it's too technical. You really just need to start. And there's loads of YouTube videos out there. And talking about that, I don't want to see Joe Wicks. I want to see Doug knocking out some shapes with his family, showing us exactly how it's done, showing us how to box from scratch. And it's a brilliant workout. You know, your heart rate will literally just zoom away and put some great tunes on there, lose yourself in it, and you will come out feeling brighter and lighter. I guarantee it. It really is something just to, to lift you up out of these weird times and just a bit of escapism, I think, just to, to focus on something that's really positive. And if you're feeling really groggy, really lethargic, you're fed up with your normal routine and your normal workout, just look at some videos on YouTube, get some inspiration, put some tunes on there and just punch away. You don't even need a punch bag. You can punch in the air. You can start from scratch. You really, really can. I think it's been a brilliant episode and it's so full of energy, full of life. It's definitely what we needed this week. So are you ready? If you'd like to follow Doug on Instagram, this is his Instagram handle. I hope I get this right. It's the underscore SW underscore journey underscore of underscore d underscore n underscore s so i'm also going to put that on my show notes so you'll find that on itunes podbean spotify i'll put a link on the show notes how amazing that he's found something that's helping him with his with his shape and he you know he mentioned the loose skin and he's really found the thing that works for him and his family because he's getting his kids on board too which is fantastic Thank you for joining me this week. I hope you're all doing well. I hope you're keeping your spirits up and that you're able to get out and about, move when you can, and just so that we can keep our minds happy and healthy. So until next time, take care.